Hello, welcome to another Robinson Ralph broadcast. The official name, of course, of this is Having Another. The unofficial name is the podcast that simply won't die. With me today, as always, are my two bearded counterparts, David the Beard Silito. Hello. And Samuel, also the beard, uh, Higgins. Hello there. We should just clarify that it's having a natter with two R's. Not because we're from the West Country, but because it's Robinson Ralph. And therefore, if we can fit two R's into uh, uh, any sort of thing we do, then, then that's what we do. It's how we roll. And yeah. just by way of further clarification, the, the next time you listen to us, if there is a next time, it will just be the bearded David Silito, because uh, I've made the decision now to remove this beard um, for my venture out on Friday afternoon. So... Um, oh. You'll have the glory again, Dave. What's your venture out on Friday afternoon then, Sam? It's a house viewing. You know, I just want to create the right impression. Don't want anybody thinking um, any negative thoughts that may or may not be associated with a big ginger beard. So. And you say so you're going to look at a house. That's right, yeah. yeah. Just with, your girl, with your girlfriend. That's right, yes. That's right. I mean, it's, I mean let's, let's not make any bones about it. I'm being told to get rid of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's seen your beard during lockdown and doesn't like the look of it. Is that the height of it? That's correct, yeah. That is correct. And this house that you're going to see, is it a nice house? We think <laughs> it We think it is, yeah. We think it is. I, I, I really hope we're not disappointed. Um, so did you say a nice house or a nice house? Like, uh, like an igloo? Like, or like the one made in, in James Bond by another day. <laughs> like a nice hotel. Yeah, like a nice hotel, but a house. Like a house I version. Be, I wouldn't be opposed to living in that if it had uh, sufficient underfloor heating, which I'm guessing if it's ice, it probably won't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that in that. How does that hotel stay warm? Uh, ice is a very poor conductor, maybe. I don't know. So it does stay yeah. warm, though, doesn't it? Doesn't it, come across there, a, doesn't it? It, comes a, it comes across a room which controls all the temperatures, doesn't it? I think it must be some kind of... Uh, Oh, I'm, not, I'm no scientist, but there, there's a room apparently which monitors temperature in it, if I remember rightly. I'm you're no, no scientist. You're, yeah, you're no scientist, you say. <laughs> I think I'd rather just go to a normal hotel. So I do that. Mind you, saying that, I'm guessing, <laughs> the, I'm guessing the climax or whatever part of the, another day it was wouldn't have been quite so dramatic if it had been a premier inn, if Bond had been in or a travel lodge. Well, no. Mr. Kill, Mr. Kill greets him on the doorstep, doesn't he? So I can't imagine Mr. Kill would be seen in uh, the kind of stuff that Premier Inn staff wear. So it's probably a good job it was an independent hotel. I like Premier Inn, you know. I've never had a bad yeah. night's sleep in a Premier Inn. What do you think no, of same. that? Same. <laughs> so, can't disagree. Yeah, yeah. And the breakfasts are nice. Oh, good breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Get, I, just, I just suppose you, you get bond up and say, yeah, I've come down for my breakfast. I'd like two sausages. Yeah, when he checks in, he does say, it's breakfast included in that. <laughs> but even though, is it, where's your bond from? Yeah, where, where's your bond? <laughs> He's a, he was a very elderly bond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was he a senile bond? Yes. He sounded yeah, like, a, like a leprechaun bond. Breakfast included <laughs> in the It was like a cross between Roger Moore and Piers Brosnan. It really wasn't, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a cross between nothing and nothing. It was actually a combination of the accents of all the Bond actors. So if anything, it was better than your accents. I'm just picturing the trailer now. The name's Bond. Senile Bond. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then, Sam, 
imagine imagine if um if they brought you as as a a welsh bond a breakfast but they've forgotten to bring you like some sausages and you what would you say to the to the waitress then i'd say things could turn very nasty <laughs> Exactly. I mean, we've basically written a script here for the next James Bond film. Yeah. Where, what? what, James Bond stars in Where Is My Sausage? <laughs> it, no. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a carry-on film more than a James Bond film. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have to be like James Bond and the all-inclusive breakfast. Well, that's more like Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter and the, and the, um, the guaranteed good night's sleep deal. Yeah. There's always, it's always, it always, they always kind of have a similar sort of theme to the titles, you know, like License to Kill or Tomorrow Never Dies. It'd be like, I'd, it'd be like, Breakfast is Extra, maybe. <laughs> 6 for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah. Have you been to this buffet before, Mr. Bond? Gosh, I'm a regular staff at uh, whatever I am. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to come there. Right, so, okay, so should we get on with um, this case? Now, this, this case is, as is usual, one of the big tragedies of, of, of COVID-19, other than Sam's beard, um, is, which makes him look like a kind of ginger Jerry Adams. Um, <laughs> what the people want, Sam. Yeah. Uh, is the... Save your girlfriend. Yeah. Is that there's not many cases about good cases. So this week, we've brought you a case that doesn't even have a judgment yet. Just, well, I say we, Sam's found it in the paper, and we're going to kind of just talk about it and see what, what happens. As, as regular listeners, if there is such a thing, this podcast will know nothing good will come of this chat, um, either knowledge-wise or entertainment-wise. Um, we, yeah, we can predict. If you want a positive experience, turn off now. That's turning off now is as good as it's going to get. So this is a case of Robinson, not me. I should point out it's a, a one of the other troublesome Robinson clan. Yeah, um, Robinson versus Mind. Uh, I don't know. Why I said that like a question. So uh, that's that case. So who wants to talk about the case? I will. I will take the lead on this one. Thank you, Jerry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Robinson v. Mind. So, Miss Robinson was a charity worker for the mental health charity Mind. Now, she brought an unfair dismissal claim because she was bullied out of her job. And she was bullied out of her job after she reported her colleagues who... There were two main instances which, the, um, which formed the base of this claim. The first one was that Mrs. Robinson reported one of her colleagues who had mocked a physically disabled woman. And the second um, main aspect is that she witnessed other colleagues insulting people with mental illness. Mrs. Robinson witnessed colleagues referring to the mentally ill as druggy bums and wastes of space. And there were various conversations which she heard those terms used in. So, um, she reported this behaviour. She told the tribunal that after she'd reported this behaviour, that she was subject to what she described as blatant bullying. Um, 
after she raised those complaints. Now, again, because the judgment hasn't been released yet, there's no uh, specific details as to the kind of uh, treatment that she was subjected to. But during the course of the tribunal, Miss Robinson did describe um, what she heard colleagues saying, and this comes from the article which comments on the case. So it, she said that there were long discussions that were held about clients having lied about their condition or diagnosis, articulating that there had been nothing wrong with them and there being druggy bums and wastes of space. She also mentioned how staff commented that clients were awarded more in benefits than they received in wages. I particularly like that bit and it being reported in the Daily Mail as if staff commenting that people get more in benefits than other people do in wages um, is a, a bad thing um, for those people to say when I'm pretty sure 50% of the Daily Mail's reporting is about how people on benefits shouldn't get as much as they do. But when you say when you say you're pretty sure of that, Dave, is that yeah. just is that just typical left wing guess? I, yeah, I when I say research. I'm pretty sure, you mean you're not what sure I mean is, I assume that there's an element of truth in what I'm saying, right. and I'm massively exaggerating it. Right. <laughs> oh, I get that. I get that. <laughs> so, so Miss Robinson reported this behaviour, but she also told the hearing uh, in relation to how she how she felt after she'd raised those um, those reports of that uh, of that behaviour. She said, I was desperately lonely, sad, isolated, and each day I faced passive aggressive abuse and sometimes blatant bullying. Um, again, that's all the detail there is at the moment. So to cut a long story short, Mrs. Robinson's claim of unfair dismissal was upheld. And from what we have gathered, there will be a future hearing to determine um, determine the issue of compensation and the only other thing to say about this one is that a spokesperson for the charity has apparently said that they they as in the charity are appalled at the behavior which i think is the is the least that they can say if if this stuff didn't yeah happen. i mean it'd be surprising if they went to an official spokesperson for the charity and they said do you know what i can't believe she's bloody won that claim that's all perfectly normal but banter. It also around, mentioned. It uh, also mentioned. It also mentioned as well in the article that there has been an inquiry since um, since this whole thing started, and that changes have been made. And I don't know whether that means getting rid of the individuals who were caught, you know, doing the offensive behaviour, um, or anything like that. I don't know whether it's going to be a cultural change, but I just I just thought it was a a bit of an obvious statement to make. <laughs> Another uh, interesting fact about the Daily Mail is that I, I took a gap year after university and um, on the day I was leaving to go traveling, the front year, um, the front page headline of the Daily Mail was gap year student eaten by crocodile. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> you though, was it? great for my, uh, my mum to see. Yeah. I quite, I quite like that though, writing stories in advance before they happen. Yeah, well it was true, one had in, in Australia. Really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. did you, whenever, whenever, she took the stand. I, I've got a bit of the transcript here. Apparently, she was um, quite nervous as a witness and wasn't saying much at the beginning. And the judge, the judge said to her, uh, I think it was Miss Robinson, rather, wasn't it? It wasn't Mrs. or Miss Robinson, yeah. yeah. And it said, apparently, the judge said, um, Yeah, we'd like to know a little bit about you for our files. 
would like to help you learn to help yourself. Look around you, all you see are sympathetic eyes. And then bizarrely, the judge says, stroll around the grounds until you feel at home. And then apparently the two wing members just chimed up with, and here's to you, Miss Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. And apparently the barrister on the other side went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What's That's worse all. about that is I think I actually fell for it after searching for anything official about this judgment. I genuinely thought you found something and then it clocked on. It was good, wasn't it? The way I linked in a lyric. Because if, I, think, I think if we didn't do that lyric, people would be disappointed. What's the... Uh, yeah, I'm a bit lost though. What's, what's the song? Oh, it says Cecilia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so, so, what was the le- so what's the lesson from that case? Well, the le- well, the lesson is, I mean, if 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 um, if members of staff come forward with, uh, you know, reports of this of this kind of behaviour, you know, it's important that you know measures are put in place to make sure that they don't suffer any any adverse behaviour. I mean, you'd, I mean, you would have thought that they would have been, they would have looked to address the specific examples that she raised anyway, and that those individuals might have been discouraged from, you know, engaging in any further behaviour, which would see them in trouble. But it seems as though nothing, nothing was done in this one, because otherwise, you know, why would she feel, why would she feel that she's been bullied? They've obviously not addressed the issue when it's arisen. Yeah. On a, on a separate note, comedians wise, are we going to try and get another comedian to do a, podcast i would quite yeah, like I to get reese Shearsmith, but I, i'm guessing he's too big time yeah ricky gervais maybe should we do maybe a short should we do maybe a short list and then uh why don't we do, I tell you, this is making for a fascinating podcast but people can look at my tweets after i've done this just run down who we got so far right so we've got ricky gervais reese Shearsmith, steve pemberton john richardson barack obama trump Boris Johnson, Anthony Deck, Romesh, Stephen Mulhern, Stephen Graham. I think if we got one, I think we've got two of them, I'd consider that a good job. What's, yeah. so, I can't find Lucy Beaumont. Can you find her? Uh, Lucy Beaumont. Yeah, yeah, I found her. Lucy A. Beaumont. Oh, Lucy A. Beaumont. Right, that's it. Okay. So, is there anybody else? Who else do we like? Did you get Will Smith? Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith. Um, no, I mean that's. Well, that's amused me more. Is he the real Will Smith, or? What's I think his... the, yeah, the real Will Smith's on Twitter. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Russell Crowe. Imagine you got Russell Crowe on it. What's he going to talk about rugby? That's about it. I mean, he. Well, he might talk about films, you know. Right. Every time he every time he goes on Norton, all he wants to do is talk about oh, Australia and rugby. Got, what about Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Negan from yeah, um, Walking Dead? Oh no, I've got it. Have you seen those videos going around at the minute? Judy Dench is going on anything on Zoom. See if Judy Dench is on. Is she? If she's on, I don't know if she's on Twitter, but if she is, you might as well ask her. Jason Manford. I saw him at the uh, Alton Towers at the front. He's of the great. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jason Manford. I like him here. Yeah. Give me Carl, Peter K. I don't think. Yeah. What about Frankie Boyle? Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think we're going to get ripped to pieces if we ask him. What about Stephen Fry? <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. We'll have to up our game with him. Do we want to get right? Let's. I'll tell you who we've got, and then we can say Rod, Rod Gilbert. You like him, do you? He's brilliant. Yeah. Sean Walsh. What about Sean Walsh? He's good. We've had Danny, who was great. So, what about this? I'll tweet 
Ricky Gervais, Reed Shearsmith, John Richardson, Anton Deck, Ramesh Ranganathan, Stephen Mulhern, Stephen Graham, Real Matt Lucas, Real Bob Mortimer, Lucia Beaumont, Jason Manfred, Jimmy Carr, Stephen Fry and Sean Walsh asked me to appear on our crappy podcast. Sounds sensible and reasonable. <clears throat> and if any mm-hmm. listeners do know any famous people who want to appear on a rubbish podcast, then um, do get in touch and ask them to, um, to contact us. And if you do have questions for them, uh, just know that they won't be they won't be put to them if they're on because we probably have about a million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not inviting any contributions to that. We might we might not even air it. We might just become big mates with them. Yeah. Probably be cast probably. in a in a, in, a, in the next thing they've got on the telly. Because I mean, once they've spent twenty minutes with us on a Zoom call, yeah, I mean they'll love us forever. Look, I, I really do think that has... I know that I say this every week, but that has genuinely been our worst one so far. I mean, Dave's not even looking. He's bloody tweeting whilst we're doing it, Look, Not me, look. Hands are, hands are empty. Oh, I, I mean, don't blame me, Dave. I, I, I've been tweeting while, <laughs> while Sam was talking as well, so it's not a criticism. Well, thank um, you very much. It's just an observation. No, it sounded like a criticism of you then, Sam. It wasn't... I was just, you know, we don't even have the case. We're just reading out a... I kind of think we shouldn't have bothered in hindsight. How many have we said that about? Uh... <laughs> I wish we hadn't. <laughs> All right. Well, Sam, before we say goodbye, um, I mean, this is just so everyone knows, this is now, we've been recording for 39 minutes. So whatever Sam pulls out of this, imagine if it's like 50 minutes long. Just <laughs> let you know, there's sheer and utter amount of guff. There's, yeah, 24 minutes of just absolute <laughs> boredom for everybody involved. Yeah. Mm. Well, we know we're, we're already guaranteed 10 minutes of boredom, so I've got to find 14 or so minutes of absolute bliss. So, <laughs> let's just, just put that in context. Is what you've just listened to is the best version of this podcast. The best bits. <laughs> the best bits. The highlighted bits. Now, that's what I call a podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, right, okay. Right, should we say goodbye? Yes, please. Yeah, if we can. Bye. Bye. See you later.